Saturday with Colm O'Mongon on RTE Radio 1. Welcome back, Barry Lenehan in here in the hot seat this afternoon, deputising for Mr Omongon. And still with me here in studio, we have the Fianna Fáil Minister of State for Sport, Thomas Byrne, uh, Sinn Féin Senator Lynn Boylan and in Sligo Independent TD, Marion Harkin. Let's turn now to the ongoing pressure on the system to accommodate those continuing to arrive in need of international protection and words this afternoon of a blockade that has been set up at the entrance of the Ross Lake House Hotel in Ross Cahill in County Galway where there are plans to accommodate 70 asylum seekers from next week and Marion Harkin let's let's turn to you here first because you were uh, at a meeting the other night in your own constituency Sligo Leitrim South Donegal uh, and a bit of Roscommon in Ballyshannon uh, where the current plan is for 90 migrant men to be moved into a B&B on the outskirts of the town in the coming days uh, let's first of a listen to what went on How come it's all males? Marion Harkin, uh, it certainly sounds well attended anyway. What was being said? Yeah, the breezy centre in Cavan Garden outside Ballyshannon was absolutely wedged. I couldn't believe there were so many people there. Now, it's not a big centre, but there were people in side rooms and everything. So there was a lot of, of anger in the room. But we all know that the loudest voices are the ones that are heard. But I spoke to quite a number of people afterwards and there was huge levels of concern. Not not necessarily the same level of anger as you heard there in that clip. Obviously, that's an example of, of one piece of the meeting. But uh, there was huge levels of concern. First of all, there was no consultation with the local community, none at all. I got word of it last week. I think it was uh, Wednesday Yes, and I put the notice out to the two local radio stations because we had attended a meeting in Boyle just a few mm. weeks earlier uh, where uh, the community got no notification and there was a lot of anger expressed. And how, how are you receiving that notification? It's a text message, isn't it? No, I get the documentation about six pages from IPASS uh, just outlining exactly um, the numbers coming, where they're coming to, how long they'll be coming coming for, you know, it's a standard piece of documentation. And in relation and to Ballyshannon, that yeah, was the same there. Yes, it is. Uh, but it's different for each area. So uh, as soon as I got that, I felt, you know, I had to let people know. So the meeting was called almost immediately. Um, there was a real sense that uh, the migration system is not working, that people feel nobody is in charge, nobody is managing the situation. I mean, you heard one speaker there say uh, Sinn Féin is in favour of open borders. Now, Martin Kenny responded that that is not the case. Uh, But there was still a real sense that they said basically all of the parties in the Allairn support what's happening. And it was trying to... um, 
let people know, you know, what is happening and what I think needs that. That was my reason for attending the meeting. What I think needs to happen and needs to change. But it is important you to say, those Barry. concerns back to the, the department, am I right, in saying as well, didn't absolutely, you? Absolutely. But it is important to say that there were a lot of people who, who didn't speak at the meeting, but they still had real concerns. Some of them, angry is probably too strong a word, but if you could find a word between concern and anger, it would describe it very well. But the voices you heard were obviously the loudest ones there. And but the w- it does give an indication of the, the overall sense that people have. And I just finally say this, that I think one of the, the strongest points that were made was somebody who owns a business in Bundorn. And he said, no, I'm not sure these figures, I'm just quoting what he said but there's well over a thousand refugees, perhaps even a higher number in Bundorn. He said the town is dead, there's no business, uh, there's nothing spent in the town supporting these people, just a few people earning a lot of money from it and, uh, and indeed, that, that was, was part uh, of the anger. I was in Killarney myself during the week for, for drive time and the same concerns were expressed there as well. Uh, Lynn Boylan, you heard obviously that meeting it, it sounded uh, it sounded well attended anyway but at what point is the concern by local communities legitimate and reasonable and at what point does it perhaps cross the line in your view? Well I think what's highlighted and you know what Marion is saying there about Bundoran and I, I listened to the package all week and I think it was an excellent package uh, that was done by Drive Time um, it shows that there's no plan this is not a plan-led approach by the government. It's one single department that has been left uh, to carry the can for for dealing with what we've seen is unprecedented numbers of, of people coming into the country. Um, and, and what you're seeing is that where an offer of accommodation comes up... Um, the department has to go with that. And so it's not looking at what the resources in that area or, for example, in those areas that might rely on tourism for a short period of time uh, and those businesses rely on it versus a hotelier who's going, I have full occupancy for the whole year rather than just over the short term. And there's a, co- a conflict of interests there. So I think what we need to see is that whole of government approach that we have consistently called for. Because one, if you don't have communication with local communities and listen to the concerns they're raising, around resources, you know, and, and, and I suppose deciphering between those who are very loud, very vocal and are actually coming from, clearly from an agenda that's just opposed to, to any form of migration and those who are just sort of saying, will I still be able to get to see a doctor? And the government hasn't done that and that's where they need to learn the lesson because in, in, the, in the vacuum uh, of information and consultation, what, that will be filled so a, a char- by those uh, far-right a, a, a voices. Ch- a charge of a lack of plan, but one plan, Minister Thomas Byrne, the government did unveil this week. Uh, This was a plan to move Ukrainian refugees out of state accommodation after 90 days and two of your party colleagues, junior ministers Mary Butler and Anne Rabbit, they've expressed real concern about that plan. What's your own view? Look, the government has decided to bring Ireland more into line with other European countries and how we help those fleeing the war in Ukraine. I think that's very, very important. Uh, Ireland has you know, welcomed a huge number of Ukrainians into the country. Uh, Why? Because they're fleeing war. Um, we want to show empathy with them and give them what is legally described as temporary protection. Uh, and it's a European uh, rule that we opted into 
to allow people but fleeing war. On, on that specific plan, there are two divergent views within your own party, within your ministerial ranks. Sean Fleming intimated to Katie Hannan on Monday that perhaps the government response to the Ukrainian crisis was too generous. And Anne Rabbit is saying that the plan you announced this week was unpalatable and hard to swallow. Which side do you go on, Sean Fleming's or Anne Rabbit's? I'm, I'm supporting the government decision because see, the government has to weigh up. When the government makes a decision, it has to weigh up um, all of the factors that are there. I mean, the government isn't bringing people into the country as some people in the, you know, in, in, in the But specifically on the Ukrainian refugee well, path, the Ukrainian, I said there are two the Ukrainian, separate views in your own party. Well, the view of the government is the view that we all subscribe to because we're all part of the government. Um, so you're saying view, Mary Butler and Anne no, Rabbit don't subscribe I'm, I'm, to the view I'm, of the government? I'm, I'm, I, to be quite honest with you, I didn't hear what they said and I'd like to hear it maybe in the full context if you want to play well, it. Mary, play Mary it Butler it. told Ashling Maloney in the Daily Mail this morning, where I worry is because of our current situation where there isn't a lot of available housing options, I would be uncomfortable is the word I was u- I would use as to what would happen after 90 days. Um, what would happen to those Ukrainian refugees? Would you have the same there, worry there, as Mary Butler there, would have? There's absolutely no doubt that the issue of housing, the issue of healthcare, the issue of, I suppose, employment in some cases as well, is a driving factor in what worries people about migrants coming to, to Ireland or to any other country. But the Ukrainian world. refugees, are they going the, to be um, what's going to happen after that set period of time? Look, I mean, what we want to make sure is that a signal is sent that what the off- the offer that the Irish government is providing is on a par with the offer that every other European country that is part of the scheme is providing. And I think that's really, really important because it has been the case that our offering was set at a much higher level uh, than most other EU member states. I think that an effort would be made to say, no, ours is the same. There are also people coming, and this is Ukrainians and international protection applicants as well, coming through other uh, safe countries. Um, and that's probably not the way uh, that programme should work. Um, but this thing about open and closed borders, I mean, like, we've got to get real here. We fought for the last few years to have an open border on the north and an open border with Britain. So we don't have closed borders and there's no party in the country that supports them. So, I mean, if, if that's a debate we're going to have, then we have to get real about it. It's not just some slogan from the US or from Britain or anything like that. Like, What's the reality? The other reality we have is that people are moving. And they're moving whether it's Ukrainians coming through uh, from war or whether it's people moving from other wars or climate change okay. or lack of water or lack of food. They are fundamental issues there that are not going to change no matter what the loud voices say at the meetings. And there are issues that the government has to deal with, hopefully, and, and I know, with other European countries as well, Those trying to get the best response. Continuing that blockade in Ross Cahill uh, this afternoon. But we'll be back in a moment looking at that donation from JP McManus. Saturday with Colm O'Mungon on RTE Radio 1.